Welcome to the Emerging Temple broadcast for November 25th, 2019. I am Michael Obeya. I will be your guide for the rest of this broadcast. At Emerging Temple, we seek to analyze current events within the context of God's plan for mankind, a plan in which he intends, at the end of time, to establish a government that shall rule with him. Before I go any further, I want to encourage you to like our videos, to share them with your family and friends. Also, you can check us out on Facebook at our handle, Emerging Temple. If you would like to support us, please visit our website, www.templeoftruth.us, or you can visit our page, our handle on Patreon at patreon.com, look for our handle, Emerging Temple. I also want to encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, and also, if there's a notification bell at the bottom right of this, or bottom left of this screen, I'd like you to go ahead and click on it so you can get notified every time we upload new videos. All right. Um, today, we want to continue looking into the distinction between the old and the new, the heavenly and the earthly. As we had begun uh, last week, we began last week, we talked about the, the different, the distinction between the heavenly Jerusalem and the earthly Jerusalem. We said that the earthly Jerusalem was a physical place somewhere in the Middle East, but that the heavenly Jerusalem is the manifestation of the nature of God into a group of people at the end of time, a group of people who shall be on this earth at the end of time. We also talked about um, the difference between um, the Old Testament, the New Testament, of tabernacle. We talked about the items in the tabernacle, in the temple, the seven golden lampstands, the Ark of the Covenant, the mercy seat. And we talked about their um, symbology as, as they relate to the spiritual um, uh, essence of the new, of, the new of, the, of, of what we are living in at this time. Today, we want to progress a bit further. And now we want to take a look at the 12 tribes of Israel. Holding in mind the context in which we have been doing these studies, and that is that first there was a natural of everything. There was a natural Jerusalem, but no longer is there a natural Jerusalem. Now it's a spiritual Jerusalem. There was a natural tabernacle, a natural temple. Now no longer is there a natural tabernacle or temple, and neither will there ever be. There is now a spiritual temple, a spiritual tabernacle, which we refer to as the body of Christ. We talked about a natural woman, Mary, who once gave birth to a baby, natural baby, Jesus. And we said, but now there's a spiritual um, mother. We call her the heavenly Jerusalem. And we saw her in the book of the Revelation, the 12th chapter, who we said would give birth to a spiritual man-child who was to rule the nations. And we said, this man-child... Are the, are the sons of God, the children of God, who are found worthy to rule with him in a government to be established at the end of time. Okay? So today we're going to continue in that thought. We're going to look at the 12 tribes of Israel that were in the Old Testament, that were the natural 12 tribes of Israel. And we're going to demonstrate today that God is done with that. That is finished. That is over. There is no longer a natural 12 tribes, but there is today, at this moment as we speak, a New Testament, a spiritual 12 tribes that is somewhat different from the natural, 
Okay, so as um, as a kind of introduction or refresher for some of us, for most of us, why don't we take a look at um, how the original twelve tribes, which no longer exist, which have been abolished by God, how did they come to be? And from thence, we will go and take a look at the new twelve tribes and. You who are a believer will see that you are now part of the heavenly Israel, the new Israel, which Paul says, all of them shall be saved. Okay, so let's take a look at this. music okay so um, if, if you are able to follow with the reading there you can see there that um, the 12 tribes were descended you know from Jacob and um, through his wives Leah and um, Rachel and the two handmaidens I believe it's Billa and I can't remember the, name of the other one but the 12 tribes descend from that with their sister Dinah okay now 
these 12 tribes, when Jacob was about to die, he called them to bless them. But prior to blessing them, he asked Joseph to come to him first with his two sons. His two sons, Joseph's two sons, were named Ephraim and Manasseh. And Ephraim and Manasseh, their mother was Egyptian. And when, before Jacob blessed the other 11 brothers, he sent for those two young men. And when, Jacob, when Joseph brought them to him, the Bible says that Jacob took his hands, right hand, and placed on the head of Ephraim, who was younger than Manasseh. And Joseph, the son of Jacob, was worried about this. He said, Dad, no, no, Father, no. You need to put your right hand on my first son, Manasseh, and because he's older. And Jacob says, I know, I know, I know. But you see, the younger shall be served by the elder, but the elder shall be great also. The Bible says this didn't please Joseph. But of course, he couldn't argue with his father. His father was telling him what the conditions of the covenant were. And for those of us who have watched some of our, uh, watched our earlier video on how Jacob got the birthright from his brother, you can understand how the birthright transfers you know, from the second son to the second son to the second son to the second son in each consequent um, generation, according to the fact that Jacob, being the second son, had inherited the birthright. Now, when Jesus came, the Bible says Jesus died for our sins, and he washed away all our, all our iniquities, and he brought everything back to the order of God, which meant Jesus, being the first son, brought back the position of the first son again and took control. However, you will notice certain things in the new 12 tribes that Jesus establishes. One, you're not going to see the tribe of Dan in the new 12 tribes. And if you do not see the tribe of Dan, it means that this new Israel cannot be the same Israel of the Old Testament. Because if you don't have Dan, then you don't have the 12 tribes of the Old Testament, okay? In fact, not only don't you, have, you don't have Dan, you don't even have Ephraim, who Jacob had blessed and said would take the place of Joseph. In fact, in the new 12 tribes, there is Joseph and there is Manasseh. Now, there is no Dan and there is no Ephraim. Okay, so well, let's take a look at scripture. Okay, so let's begin by looking at the book of Genesis. Okay, let's look at Genesis and we'll see where um, Jacob is, the 12 tribes. Okay, all right. So we'll look at Genesis chapter 49, we'll take it from verse 1 to 8. Okay. It says, and Jacob called unto his sons and said, gather yourself. This is after he has blessed Ephraim to take over from Joseph, okay? Not Manasseh. Now he sends for his other 11 sons. And it says, and Jacob called unto his sons and said, gather yourselves together that I may tell you that which shall be before you in the last days. Gather yourselves together and hear ye sons of Jacob and hearken unto Israel your father. Verse 3. Reuben, thou art my firstborn, 
my might and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. Unstable as water, thou shalt not excel, because thou wentest up to thy father's bed, then defilest thou it. He went up to my to my couch. Okay, what is what is um, Jacob talking about here? Let me just quickly, as an aside, let me just address this quickly. So Reuben is the firstborn, and according to um, the will of God, the firstborn is supposed to receive a double portion of the blessings of the father. He said, but here Jacob is saying, you will not excel. Why? He said, because Reuben did something horrible. Reuben slept with one of his father's wives while his father was still alive. And for that reason, he lost the birthright of the firstborn. It went now to the fourthborn. There's, and the fourthborn was Judah. Okay? Now there's... You know, I don't want to. I don't want to make a topic of that today. But I just want to put that so that people asking questions. Well, how come you know the first the, the firstborn didn't get it, etc. Well, th this is what this is what went on. You can go look, you know, into the book of um, Genesis, and you can get more on those details. But let's continue, okay? So, um, verse five says, Simeon and Levi are brethren, instruments of cruelty. Are in their in, in uh, are in their habitations. Oh my soul, come not thou into their secret, unto their assembly. Mine honor, be not thou united, for in their anger they slew a man, and in their self will they dig down a wall. Well, these two guys were angry that some foreign guy slept with their sister before marrying her, and so they went and pretended they were going to allow him to marry the girl. And when all the people came, you know, for the wedding, they killed the people. You can read that, okay? So you can see these guys are not, you know, <laughs> you, you, you know, they're not like, you know, soft cookies. These are some hard guys here, okay? All right. So um, verse 7. Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce, and their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Verse 8. Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah is a lion's well from the prey. My son, thou art gone up, he stooped down. He couched as a lion and as an old lion who shall rouse him up. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come and unto him shall be, shall the gathering of the people be. Okay, so let's take a moment to talk about Judah. Now, you should know that our Lord Jesus Christ descended both naturally and, so to speak, through Joseph, because both Mary and Joseph were from the tribe of Judah. Okay? So, in the natural, Jesus fulfilled that that scripture in which Jacob said that Judah, the staff, which is the, 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 the symbol of government, shall not depart from Judah. So when Jesus came, remember the King Herod, he heard that the king had been born and he wanted to send for the king, sorry, send the wise men to let him know where the baby was so he could eliminate the baby. 
Well, that's because they knew that out of the tribe of Judah, somebody special was coming who was to rule Israel. Okay? Now, remember, when Jesus came and the people wanted to take him and make him king, he refused. In fact, he ran away from them because he was supposed to be king of a different Israel. Okay? Remember, before he was taken on the cross, he said, my kingdom is not of this world. So he wasn't, he, he didn't want to be king of the natural Israel because that was a temporary shadow of the real Israel, the real people of God who today are called the Christians. Okay? All right. So I just wanted to bring that, uh, talk about that a little bit. So let's continue. Okay? We're looking at the 12 tribes in the natural. Now, we take it from verse um, 11. Binding his foal unto the, unto the vine, and his asses cold unto the choice wine, he washed his garments in wine, and his clothes in the blood of grapes. His eyes shall be red with wine, and his teeth white with milk. Zebulun shall dwell at the haven of the sea, and he shall be for an haven of ships, and his brother shall be, and his border shall be unto Zidon. Okay? Issachar is a strong ass couching down between two burdens, and he saw that rest was good, and the land, I'll take that again, verse 15, and he saw that rest was good, and the land that it was pleasant, and bowed his shoulder to bear, and became a servant unto tribute. Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a serpent by the way, an adder in the path that biteth the horse's heels, so that his rider shall fall backward. I have waited for thy salvation, O Lord. Gad, a troop, shall overcome him, but he shall overcome at the last. Out of Asher, his bread shall be fat, and he shall yield royal dainties. Naphtali is a hind let loose. He giveth goodly goods, goodly words. Sorry. Verse 22, Joseph is a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well whose branches turn over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him. But his bow aborted strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Even by the God of thy father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, Blessings of the breasts and of the womb. The blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of thy progenitors unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brethren. Benjamin shall ravine as a wolf. In the morning he shall devour the prey, and at night he shall divide the spoil. All these, verse 28, all these are the 12 tribes of Israel. And this is it that their father spake unto them and blessed them. Everyone according to his blessing, he blessed them. And he charged them and said unto them, I am to be gathered unto my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave, in, in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite. I could go on, but I'm going to stop there. Okay, I went through all of that because I'm sure there's so many of us who have never actually read the blessings that Jacob gave, you know, or the statements he pronounced over his 12 sons as he was about to depart this world. Now we come to us, 
the new Israel. Because when Jesus said on the cross, it is finished, that Israel was done with. It was the final nail on the coffin, so to speak. So that now there is no other Israel except who, those who Paul called the Israel of God. Okay? The Israel of God. And who is the Israel of God? The Israel of God are those people who believe and have put their faith in the salvation that comes in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Outside of these people, there is no other Israel to God. And you need to understand this because now we're going to go into the New Testament and we're going to see the new Israel. We're going to see the 12 tribes of Israel and we're going to see how they differ from the Old Testament 12 tribes of Israel. Okay, so if you have your Bibles, you can turn with me or you can just, you know, I'll read it out to us. But we turn to Revelation, the seventh chapter, Revelation, Revelation chapter seven. Okay, and we'll take it. Um, we'll take it from um, verse one, Revelation chapter seven, take it from verse one um, to eight. All right, it says, and after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth holding the four winds of the earth. This is the New Testament, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, and he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, Till we have sealed the servants of God in their foreheads. Okay, I want us to take a moment to think about something. If you notice, it said he saw an angel ascending from the east. He didn't say he saw an angel descending. That means this angel was on earth, okay, and was going up to the angels to tell them a message. Now, I will speak about this God willing on another day, but this is very important because I want you to understand that it has, it is telling you something that the location from which the message of God comes to the universe is now from the church that is here on earth, okay? And we can look into that some other time. I'll be glad to take questions like I've said, Please engage us in questions on our website, etc. Again, uh, engage us in questions on Facebook or in the comment section in YouTube, and we'll be glad to answer your questions. But I want you to understand that this angel was coming up from the earth, was coming up from here, okay? Taking a message saying, wait, don't act yet until we have marked the children of God on their foreheads. And we're going to see the people who we marked. It's not everybody, but a select group from among the church, okay? All right, so let's go back. All right, verse four. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and they were sealed and 140 and 4,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel. So this Israel, remember we said, is not the same Israel from the Old Testament. This is the new Israel, this is the church. So from among the church, Okay, from inside the church, he's going to take out 144,000. Please, this is not a literal number. 
No, don't let anybody tell you there's a special 144,000 people somewhere. Listen, this is not a literal number. 12 is always God's number for divine government. So when he says 144,000, it's just hyperbole where he uses the, tw- the number 12 to a particular degree. 12 times 12 is 40, 144, and three zeros at the back of that just you know means for 144,000. It's just a way of speaking that these were many people, but they were a select group of people, okay? It's not a literal 144,000. That's the most important thing I need to say to you, okay? Okay, verse 5 says, Of the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000. Okay, so the first tribe is what? Judah. Remember that Jesus is from the line, is the line of the tribe of Judah. We're talking about the spiritual Judah here. He was both from the natural Judah and he's also what? From the spiritual Judah. Okay, he's the Lord of heaven and earth. Okay, of the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Reuben, Notice Reuben has gone to the second place now. Of the tribe of Reuben, we're sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Gad, we're sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Asher, we're sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Nephtali, we're sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Manasseh, wait a minute, what is Manasseh doing here? Manasseh, in the Old Testament, was the grandchild of Israel. He wasn't a child. Remember, he was the child of Joseph the one who Jacob didn't put his hands on. Jacob put his hands on Manasseh's younger brother. But how come here he has now been included among the elect, among the 12 tribes? Why? Because Jesus has declared that he will inherit the position of the first son. Okay? But what you will find at the end when I will finish this is that there is one tribe that he replaces Okay, and that is the tribe of Dan, the tribe we looked at earlier that Jacob called a snake who bites the feet of the rider. Okay, not a good blessing. It reminds me of a snake in the Garden of Eden who we were told would bite the heel of the son of the woman. Okay, so for that reason, he is not chosen to be in the new Israel. His place is taken over by Manasseh. Okay, so verse 7. Of the tribe of Simeon, we're sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Levi, we're sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Issachar, we're sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Zebulun, we're sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Joseph, we're sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Benjamin, we're sealed 12,000. All right? Okay. So you can see in this list we just looked at in the, in the book of the Revelation, the tribe of Dan is not included because the father in Jacob had said he had the nature of a snake. Okay. The snake is that nature that regardless of anything, it cannot be redeemed. It's the, it's, it, it, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the nature of deception and betrayal. Okay, and it cannot enter into the kingdom of God. It cannot repent. Okay, Satan cannot repent. Okay, and his place, just like Judah, his place, just sorry, just like Judas, not Judah, I apologize, just like Judas has been taken by another. Okay, his the place of Dan has now been taken 
by the grandson of Jacob, and that is Manasseh. Now, remember what I said. God is using, using these things to speak to us symbolically. Okay, he's using these things to speak to us symbolically. Today, the Christians are the 12 tribes. But among the Christians, there are a group of people we call the elect, who God is going to take from the church and find them worthy to rule with him in a government that is going to be established here on earth at the end of time. Your purpose for existence today as a believer, and my purpose as a believer, is to walk and conduct ourselves in such a way that he might find us worthy to be in that government that will rule for all of eternity with him. That's why you are a Christian today. You're not here today because you want to go to heaven. You're going to heaven because of what Jesus did. That's a free gift from God because you have come to believe in God through his son, Jesus Christ. Why you and I are here today, the reason you and I listen to the word and try to prepare ourselves is not because we want to make it to heaven. It is not of works, lest any man should boast. It is the free gift of God. However, to rule with God, to rule with Jesus Christ, that is something you and I have to earn. And only 144,000, remember I said it's a symbolic number, it's not a literal number. Only an elect few will be found worthy. It says to them that overcome. But you want to know what, friends, what I discovered? Overcoming is not really that difficult. What is difficult is knowing exactly what to overcome. And that cannot be communicated in just one day. Okay? You pray to the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost will begin to teach you. The first thing is you've got to believe what I'm saying. If you do not believe what I'm saying, you're not even going to begin. Okay? You will make it to heaven, but you will never be able to make it into the kingdom of heaven. And those in the kingdom live and operate within the domain of the king. And that is what this message is all about. The reason we've gone through this today is to show you how special you are. There are Christians today who think that there's a natural Israel, okay? And, oh, the Bible says pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So they keep praying for some city in the Middle East. They think that's the Jerusalem that God is talking about. Come on! You know, at some point, we need to put away childish things. Okay, the Jerusalem that God is talking about is the elect people of God, you who have come to believe on Jesus Christ and are overcoming and working your way into the kingdom of God. Okay, that's the Jerusalem that Jesus is talking about. That's the Jerusalem that God is talking about. All right, well, friends, I hope that I've been able to lay a foundation for you today for you to get know the distinction between the natural Israel and the spiritual Israel, and to understand that the natural Israel is finished and it is gone, but the new Israel is here, and it is the children of God, the Christians, and them that believe in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, okay? If you have any questions about this topic and about this issue, please don't, don't forget, you can write us on Facebook on our handle, Emerging Temple. You can communicate with us through the, ch um, um, the chat section here, um, in, in, um, in YouTube or any other medium you know, by which you know, you're watching us right now. I want to encourage you to support our work 
For those of you who've been supporting us financially, I want to thank you because that has been able to help us get, you know, better, you know, uh, broadcast um, equipment and to be able to, you know, avoid those technical difficulties we had had, you know, uh, a few weeks ago. Thank you so much for that. I want to encourage those of you who are watching the videos and are not yet able, you know, to support us. Don't worry about it. Don't stress yourself. Um, talk to God. And if he, you know, if he opens the door for you to help us, great. If he doesn't, don't worry about it. Keep enjoying this video. The most important thing for you to do is not send us money. The most important thing for you to do is not is, is to believe what we're saying and to share what we're saying with your friends and your family. And to share this, Jesus said, freely have you been given, freely, freely have you received, freely give. We receive this word from God freely. We're giving it out freely. So there's no merchandising here, okay? So I want to encourage you. Share, share, share these videos, okay? Put them on other platforms. Put them on other places. Put them, share them with your friends on WhatsApp. Share them with your friends on Facebook Messenger. Share them with your friends everywhere, okay? Share them via email. Share these messages, okay? Because what this message is doing is it's giving you direction. Prior to now, you didn't have direction. You got up every Sunday morning, you went to church. Every Wednesday evening, you went to church, but you didn't know why you were doing it. Now you understand that there is a place for an elect for some people. And what this message is doing is preparing your mind, first of all, to be receptive to the understanding that there's something greater for you to achieve and to attain. And secondly, showing you how to attain it. That's what these messages are all about. So please, don't be discouraged if before now, many of you might have found yourself backsliding. Well, that's what happens when you really don't know what you're here for. Hopefully, these messages are beginning to give you something to live for, giving you encouragement to understand that, you know, the Word of God is alive, and it knows you, and it's sent by God to take you to where God will have you be. So once again, I want to thank you for your time. I look forward to speaking with you tomorrow, same time. And by the grace of God, we shall all be blessed by the word that God will give us to share with you. Okay? Thank you so much for your time. This is Michael Bear. I'm saying good night.